Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagel, the Nutrition Diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. And today I've got the first of a two-part episode on calcium and how to know whether you're getting enough or maybe even too much. But first, I just wanted to mention that my new book, The Nutrition Divas, Secrets for a Healthy Diet, is now in bookstores. It's got everything you need to know to shop and eat healthy, including some of my favorite recipes, meal plans, ingredient guides, and answers to your nutrition and food questions. Pick up a copy today wherever you like to buy or download books. We hear a lot about the importance of getting enough calcium in order to build and maintain strong bones. But in fact, calcium's importance extends way beyond your skeleton. If you were to think of your body and all its functions as an economy, calcium is the currency that facilitates all the transactions, everything from contracting your muscles to dilating and constricting your blood vessels to transmitting nerve impulses and secreting hormones. Aside from keeping you from being a shapeless blob, your bones function primarily as the bank where your body's currency, or calcium, reserves are stored. If blood calcium levels get low, your body will withdraw funds from its bone bank to keep the economy humming. Now, if you're constantly withdrawing more than you deposit, the bank will eventually get low on funds. But the way your body sees it, The need to keep your muscles contracting and your nerves transmitting is way more important than keeping your bones from crumbling. If you want your bones to continue to hold you up throughout your old age, you need to be sure to keep your calcium balance sheet in the black. So what are the signs that you're not getting enough calcium? You sometimes hear that muscle cramps are a common sign of calcium deficiency, but this is really a misunderstanding. Muscle twitching and cramping are signs of dangerously low blood calcium levels. Remember, calcium is involved in muscle function. But short of kidney failure or some other extreme medical crisis, your body isn't going to let your blood calcium levels get that low. It's going to borrow more calcium from the bone bank to regulate that currency supply. And that's exactly the problem. Inadequate calcium intake isn't likely to cause any obvious symptoms. That is until 40 or 50 years later when you step off a curb and break your hip. Even if you're skimping on calcium, your blood vessels will continue to dilate and your muscles will continue to contract thanks to the calcium you have stored in the bank. Now, contrary to the impression you get from the popular press, most people are getting the recommended amount of calcium. Women over 50 are often getting well over the maximum recommended amount. That's the time of life when women really start to get nervous about their bone density, so they start taking high-dose calcium supplements. Now, ladies, this news may be as hard to swallow as one of those calcium horse pills, but once you're in your 30s, your bone-building years are largely behind you. And if you're trying to make up for calcium that you didn't get during your teen and early adult years, I'm afraid it just doesn't work that way. Not only does it not do any good to take more than the recommended amount of calcium, it can potentially do some harm. Excessive calcium intake can lead to kidney stone formation in people who are susceptible to them. And just last year, there was a disturbing finding that high doses of calcium might increase the risk of heart attack for older women. Although you definitely want to be sure to get enough calcium, more is not necessarily better. Although the relentless emphasis on calcium seems to have scared older women into taking more calcium than is actually good for them, the message doesn't seem to be getting through to those who need to hear it most. Just like saving for retirement, the miracle of compounding applies to calcium investing as well. The more you put away early in your career, the richer you're going to be at the other end. 
according to the most recent dietary surveys, the one group that's still not getting enough calcium is the group that has the most to gain from it, adolescent girls. So if you have a teenage or a young adult daughter or a granddaughter, niece or a friend, do what you can to get through to them with this simple message. Getting enough calcium when you're young is really important and your future self will thank you. Need a little more ammunition? Let your young friends know that women with adequate calcium intake are less likely to suffer from PMS. And there have also been some studies suggesting that a diet high in calcium could enhance weight or fat loss. Although, in truth, the effect is probably fairly small. But hey, all's fair in love and bone density. Fortunately, getting enough calcium is easier than you may have been led to believe. Most people eating a reasonably healthy diet won't even need to take a calcium supplement. Next week, in the second part of this two-part show, I'm going to tell you the best sources of calcium, and some of them may surprise you. And I'll also tell you how to make sure you're getting enough to keep your bone bank solvent long into the future. Until then, have a great week, and remember to eat something good for me.